0: With WXPR News, I'm John Burton reporting. Students from 13 different local high schools spent Friday at Nicolay College for the high school competition day. Students went head-to-head in 13 different academic areas, ranging from crime scene investigation to still-life drawing. WXPR's Katie Thorson reports.
1: Inside the culinary kitchen at Nicolay College, students paired off in groups of twos and threes were quickly whipping frosting and piping it onto cupcakes. The students from 13 different local high schools had two hours Friday morning to make their cupcake creations as part of the cupcake challenge part of the high school competition day. Downstairs in the same building was a slightly less stressful but no less important competition for early childhood education. We stop and take a rest over in our nest. We stop and take a rest
0: at the end of the day.
1: In the interactive reading to children competition, students had to pick a book, make puppets to go along with it, and enthusiastically read it to their fellow high school students who are pretending to be toddlers. Marching, marching. Everybody march. Everybody march. The Abby Kalerud from Tomahawk High School was one of the students in the Interactive Reading Challenge. I love kids and I want to be a teacher uh, after high school, so I thought this would be really fun. That's something Diana Rickert would love to hear more of. She's an early childhood instructor at Nicolet. It's been really refreshing to see and just the excitement and the, the desire to go into the field of education um, that many of them mentioned also makes us feel very hopeful for our world because there are that's, that's kind of an area that there is a, a, a lack of people going into education nowadays. Perhaps what pleasantly surprised the instructors the most was how, even with it being a competition, the students were interacting and helping each other out. Each of the four students I talked with said their favorite part was the people they were meeting. Getting to know everybody and other people who are like me, who want to be like a teacher or like reading to children. And if that's the only thing the students take away from this day, Lakeland High School Family Consumer Science teacher Stephanie Hartzheim will call it a win. Just been shocked to see all of these students come out of their shells and meet new people. They didn't know anyone down here, so to be able to communicate, work with other people, um, be able to speak in front of others is really uh, a great skill for them to have and really helpful for them. For WXPR News, I'm Katie Thorson.
0: The Oneida County Sheriff's Office arrested a Rhinelander man on arson charges. Police say Chad Bambro, 34, started a fire that destroyed a building in the town of Crescent Thursday afternoon. A call came in to dispatch around 3.37 p.m. for a structure fire on Highway 8 just west of Rhinelander. The caller said flames were coming out of the building. The whole building was on fire by the time first responders got there. The Ottawa County Sheriff's Office says deputies determined Bambro had started the fire. They believe he had taken illegal drugs, which played a part in why the fire was started. Bambro had his first court appearance Friday afternoon. The judge set a cash bond of $25,000. A new report calls for public housing authorities to change certain policies to prevent excluding people with criminal records. The Prison Policy Initiative report finds some public housing policies work against people who were once convicted, for instance, of using marijuana. While it's legal in Michigan, 36 other states and Washington, D.C., the Department of Housing and Urban Development prohibits marijuana use in public housing since it's still illegal at the federal level. Wanda Bertram with the Prison Policy Initiative says access to housing is critical to helping people restart their lives.
1: Someone coming out of prison might have a whole host of issues, a health issue, they may have a substance use problem, they might have a mental illness. Those are all issues that are disproportionately prevalent among people leaving prison. They might not have very many job prospects, but in order to begin tackling all of those problems, they
0: need a place to live. Studies show that in Michigan, public housing authorities currently exclude 284,000 people with conviction histories, more than 3.5 percent of adults statewide. State regulators don't specifically exclude those with criminal convictions, but give local housing authorities wide-ranging discretion on rental decisions. You can now check out a cellular Wi-Fi hotspot from Marathon County's public libraries. Marketing Director Dan Richter says all nine locations have two of the units that can be borrowed for up to two weeks at a time, reserved for those without reliable access at home. People will find it, you know, very helpful in the, just the day-to-day things that they do. Online banking, online shopping, um, educational um, stuff. So it, there's a lot of possibilities. Richter says the program is designed to help those in rural areas who might need reliable internet for a short time for work or school. So much of what we do... Um, we do at home. So when there's a snow day, kids usually still have school now. They just have a virtual day. Um, a lot of people work partially or completely remotely at home. Richter says staff at all the branches have been trained on how to use the devices so they can help anyone get them set up to plug and play at home. Richter says there is some paperwork required when you take the device home. They have to verify that they uh, don't have regular reliable access to the internet for the for their educational or, or business purposes. Richter says it's important to note the units do require a good cellular signal to work, meaning if your cell phone doesn't work in your home, then neither will these units. You can renew the hotspot at the end of your two weeks provided that someone else isn't on the wait list. The hotspots will be available through the end of the year at Marathon County Libraries, at which time they'll reevaluate the program to see if they'll become a regular offering at the library. The Marathon County Sheriff's Office says to be on the lookout for someone claiming to be a door-to-door insurance sales rep. Mike Leishner reports.
1: Officers issued a be on the lookout Friday after numerous residents across the county said someone had visited them with a sales pitch for heart attack and stroke insurance. Officers say there have been no peddler's license issued for such a product in the county and encourage residents to be skeptical of the visitors. What's more, some had reported that the visitors asked if they were typically home all day or if there were times when the home was usually empty. Those who do get visited are encouraged to politely decline the so-called policy and close the door. If the person refuses to leave, then contact local law enforcement for assistance.
0: That was Mike Leisner reporting. For WXPR News, I'm John Burton reporting.